my dad left and he took the money with him. We had to leave our house and my mom had to go get a job. Everything changed. We had no money except for necessities. You're listening to Financial Grown Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown Up. And you know what? Being a grown up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hey, grown-ups! if you are like me, you love to read, but if we're being honest, it doesn't happen. The time just flies and the intention does not become reality. So do what I do. Get the intel you want in a way that matches your schedule. I recently started using the Blinkist app and I love it. It puts the content of books that you wanna read into powerful summaries called blinks, usually just a minute at a time. A whole book can be 15 minutes-ish, just like this podcast, right on your favorite device. Text or audio totally fits your lifestyle. I am obsessed. Go to bobbyrebell.com forward slash Blinkist for a free trial and to support the show. This week, we are celebrating our dads and Father's Day. And I wanted to share one of my favorite episodes. It actually features a dear friend of mine. Danielle Town. And the episode is about appreciating our own dads and all the dads in our lives, even if life can be a little messy. As you will hear, it has been for our guest, as I mentioned, Danielle Town, and her father, who is well-known investor Phil Town. Danielle, along with her dad, are co-authors of the book Invested and co-hosts of the Invested podcast. And the fact that they are co-authors and co-hosts says a lot about how their relationship has grown as Danielle became a financial grown-up, as we like to say, on the show. While not planned, as our interview progressed, I asked Danielle some questions that made her a bit uncomfortable and brought up things about her parents and her background that she had never really shared in public before. So private that if Danielle had asked me, I probably would have cut them out. But to her credit, she said she was happy with the interview. To me, that shows her sincerity, authenticity, and the fact that Danielle really wants to help others come to terms with their childhood money issues. We all have them. And for those of you who listen to my other podcast with Joe Salcihai called Money with Friends, and if you don't already listen, please check it out. It is the same Danielle Town, who is one of our regular Money Friend guest hosts. So please be sure to check out her most recent Money with Friends episode with me. We will leave a link to Danielle's Money with Friends podcast episode in the show notes, and you can also listen to it and learn more about Danielle and the Money with Friends podcast at moneywithfriendspodcast.com. Website again, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. In the meantime, enjoy this interview with my friend, Danielle Town. Danielle Town, you are a financial grown-up. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Bobby. I don't know if I qualify, but I'm trying. I'm working on it. You work on it all the time because I love listening to your podcast, Invest Ted. Thank you. With your dad, Phil Town. One of my favorites. I feel like I learned so much specific, actionable investing information from it. So thank you for that. 
Thank you. That's so kind of you. I just ask all the questions that come into my mind and force him to answer it through emotional guilt. So it works out really well for everyone who listens. We're going to go back to that one second. I want to quickly congratulate you and let everyone know about your bestseller. Um, your latest project is a book. It's called Invested, How Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger Taught Me How to Mastermind My Emotions and My Money with a Little Help from My Dad. So cool. So congratulations on that. Thank you. It was thrilling that it became a bestseller. And it's just so exciting to go forward and talk about all this money stuff with everybody after I've been doing it on my own for a couple of years now. It's fun to see that others also have the same feelings. You know what? Because Danielle, you talk about things that happen to us all, but we kind of don't want to verbalize. And you're very brave in that you are willing to admit I don't understand something. We were just talking a minute ago about stop loss, and that's something that you just learned about. So you're learning mm -hmm. these terms along with so many of us, and it's really valuable and worthwhile. And I certainly appreciate the podcast. And I also appreciate that you are willing to talk about a topic that is very sensitive and unfortunately all too common, and that is the fact that your parents did get divorced when you were young, and it was mm -hmm. very complicated on a financial and emotional level. Tell us your money story. Yeah, when I was about 11, my parents split up. You know, my dad is an investor. He's very well known. My mom was a stay-at-home homemaker mom. They split up. And often when people do that, the money is a huge issue. The money was a huge issue for us. They went into a major divorce war. My dad left and he took the money with him. You know, as an adult now, I can kind of see what happened there. But at the time, I had no clue. I just knew that my dad was gone and that we had to leave our house and my mom had to go get a job. Everything changed. We had no money except for necessities. It really affected me and I didn't really understand how much until I started doing. And so my dad, just to close that loop, my dad came back. They ended up working things out without lawyers, actually, and have now a very good relationship. So how long was that period, though, when things were in disarray? It was a couple of years. It was pretty bad for a while. And what did your mom do just to fill in the blank there? She was a homemaker. What did she end up doing for those few years? Well, she was a trained teacher. So she went back to teaching fifth grade in the school that we were at, actually. So, you know, she had a skill and she was able to go and do that. But it was a it was just a huge change for us. And she's now a school psychologist and went back to school and um, is doing incredibly well. So she's fantastic. And my dad and I obviously repaired our relationship but we never talked about money stuff, ever. It wasn't until I was in my early 30s, I was a corporate lawyer, and I was starting to make a little bit of money. And I thought, oh my gosh, what do I do? And I did not want to talk to my dad about it at all. But I finally, he was the only person I knew to ask. So I finally turned to him and said, what do I do? And he said, you have to learn how to invest which was exactly what I knew he was going to say. <laughs> and I wanted to avoid it so much. But through various pressures, I was ill, I was exhausted, and I needed to find a way to not be dependent on my salary. And he was the only person I could talk to about that. So we started our podcast together. I started learning about investing. And you can literally hear my entire journey from beginning to now. Oh, yeah. You're very candid on the podcast, which I love also. So you mentioned that during the time that this was happening, you didn't understand that much. But looking back, you do see more of what was going on. Can you share a little bit about that from a financial and emotional perspective? 
Exactly. I think we avoid so much money pain. I mean, money is different than anything else. Money is so much emotionally about our worth. It's about our worth to our family members, what we can actually bring home to help them financially. It's about our worth at work, what we're actually paid in salary. It's about our worth to our communities. How much can we devote to charity? How much can we support the people around us? I mean, money is intimately intertwined with how we feel and our emotions. And I think we need much more emotional vulnerability around money. I'm actually doing a TED Talk about this in about a month at the beginning of July. And it's such an important thing that we need to get going with, because if we can change this avoidance that I felt and that so many of us feel, we are going to be so much more powerful with an instrument that we are not using at all right now. Do you feel that you or have you talked to your mom about what was in her mind going on at the time that she had been a homemaker and suddenly she had to pay attention to money in a different way? Oh, that's a good question, Bobby. It's tough with, I mean, I don't want to bring my mom into it too much because she, you know, didn't ask to be put into this story publicly, but she does very well for herself now. And we have never really talked about that money stuff. It's painful. And when we, when we touch on it, the pain is very much still there. So no, we don't talk about it too much. Wow. What is the takeaway then for our listeners? I mean, to me, I hear a story about your mother's strength in coping with an unexpected financial challenge. I see your father's resilience in circling back and making things right. And then, you know, I see you living through it, but seeing it very differently as an adult. Yeah, exactly. I think the takeaway is we all grew up in some way with a relationship with money and we were taught a certain relationship with money. We tend not to think about it too much because without a real perspective on what happened. It's just how it is. I mean, there's not much thought about it. I grew up X way and I kind of assume everybody else did too. I mean, I've had people say to me, like the second I start talking about this with people, they know what their money story is. And I've had people say to me stuff like, oh yeah, I was never given anything by my parents except for the bare necessities. So I started working when I was 13 years old and now I have had a job, I have my own business, and I don't know who I am without working. A woman said that to me recently. Huh. And she had she clearly had never put that together. But as soon as I brought it up, as soon as I shared my story, she knew hers immediately. It was right there. It's something about that where we need that little tiny push, but as soon as it's there, those emotions come right up. And for me, it was starting to work with investing, starting to work with financial markets, trying to learn this stuff, which was really difficult for me, and just not quite being able to get there. And it wasn't until I understood just by searching within myself that it was because I didn't fully trust my dad around money. And my dad was the guy teaching me now about money and about investing that I even confronted that part of me. I mean, if you had asked me a few years ago, I would have said, oh, I have no problems with money at all. I'm all super comfortable. It's all fine. Like, blah, blah, blah. And it turns out none of that was true. I actually had a lot to deal with and it was incredibly painful. So it's not until we're pushed that we're going to get into that stuff. I mean, you just asked me if I speak to my mom about this stuff. There's no push to get into that. 
with her. And for many of us, there's no push. And so until we start realizing that those things are holding us back and we push ourselves, we're not going to take that power back. Well said. That was very intense. (laughs) No, but very thoughtful and a lot for all of us to think about our emotions and money and being honest about our money story and coming to terms with it. It's hard, but I also treat financial stuff very lightly. So because well, your show is so entertaining. So it's both, you know, it's like life. It's both like it's deep and it's hard and it's light and it's funny and it's weird and it's complicated. And, you know, it just it's life. So yeah. I think it's OK to, to have both of those feelings about it. On a lighter note now, your everyday money tip. You have two, actually. I have two. First of all, this is what changed everything for me with my investing. I started to look around and look at what I was buying with my consumer dollars. And I discovered that I interact with products and services all the time, every day in my house, in my work, in my daily life that are owned by public companies. And as soon as I discovered that, I realized that the same way I feel about consumer dollars, I can feel about money that I put into investing, that I put into public companies, and that that money actually has a much greater power than I give to it in my investing bank account. So what that means is like, I have my Apple iPhone next to me. Okay, so I know nothing about investing. I know nothing about the financial markets. I can go research Apple just by Googling it, just by looking online and discover some stuff about Apple as a company rather than as just a consumer product that I use. And that's how I started to get really interested in investing and start to see it kind of like makes the vision look a little more 3D. So you start to see companies all over the place, carpet companies and book companies and phone companies and computer companies. Everything comes from somewhere. Exactly. And that goes to your whole philosophy with Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger. It's all about, you know, investing in things that you know. Invest in things you know, and let's put our values where our money is going. So let's, let's put our money into companies that are doing great things in the world that we support, just like we do or we try to do with our consumer dollars right now. So my second tip, because you said I have two, the second one is very simple. Just read the financial news in the morning. Read the business news. And you don't have to read the boring stuff. I skip the boring stuff. I read the stuff that just looks interesting. I give myself a good baseline, a good perspective on what's going on, on stuff that's cool and fun and interesting to find out about. And that's it. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be filled with pressure. It's just simple. Just learn. Just read. Just understand going forward. And it starts to build on itself. And that 3D vision starts to happen. It's pretty cool when it happens. And it happens really naturally. Love it. Thank you so much. So tell me more quickly about your book and your podcast and everything going on. We know you have a TED Talk happening. I do have a TED Talk happening. It's um, TEDx Zurryberg on July 3rd. And you can find out more about that and about everything I'm doing at daniellettown.com. I've got a newsletter on there that I do monthly. It's free. It's filled with fun investing information, online courses, all sorts of educational stuff on there. And then I'm on social media at Danielletown on all the different social media outlets. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. I'll leave it all in the show notes for everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Bobby. This was so fun. Before we get to my take on the interview, I have some exciting news to share with everyone. I recently became totally obsessed with an app. It is called Blinkist. 
It summarizes books to just about 15 minutes. Yeah, kind of like this podcast, about 15 minutes. In fact, you can even listen to one minute chunks at a time. They call them blinks. So now I have been cruising through several books a day at a time and loving it. So much so that I actually reached out to Blinkist and was able to bring them on board as a partner to the Financial Grownup Podcast because I want you guys to have this too. I know how precious your time is. Please use my link, bobbyrebell.com forward slash Blinkist. You'll get a free trial and then report back to me what your favorite blinks are so I can thank you for supporting the show. Again, the link is bobbyrebell.com forward slash Blinkist. Let me know how you like it. Financial grown-up tip number one. Whenever you get FOMO, aka fear of missing out, or you feel a little envy about somebody whose life looks perfect, think about Danielle. She is successful, happily married, living what, from all accounts, looks like a great life. But the truth is, her life has been far from perfect. She has had struggles. We all do. But think about what she came back from and what she built and the amazing life that she has now. It reminds me a lot of what Tony Robbins talks about, that you have to just decide. Decide to take control of your life. Don't be a victim. On the surface, she is the child of Phil Town, uber successful investor, but yet you heard the story. Things were not always perfect growing up. Financial grown-up tip number two, if you want to be a better investor, follow Danielle's advice and educate yourself. So as Danielle said, it can be as simple as keeping up with the financial news. If you want to learn the basics of investing, Danielle's book with her father and their podcast are great resources. They make it super easy. Also, there are countless websites that can teach you the basics and also keep you up to speed on the latest news. Some of my favorites are Investopedia, which also has a whole Investopedia Academy, the Wall Street Journal, the Financial Times, and of course, my former employers, CNBC, CNN, which has CNN Money now, and Reuters. There's also news aggregators that can make your life easy by pulling together the top headlines like Google Finance, Yahoo Finance, and Seeking Alpha. All right, to learn more about Financial Grown Up, go to bobbyrebell.com forward slash Financial Grown Up Podcast. Please do follow me on social media at Bobby Rebel on Twitter, at Bobby Rebel one on Instagram, and DM me and tell me what your take is on the podcast. What guests do you want to see? All feedback, welcome. Money and parents and divorce and all that, it is so messy, but coming to terms with it and growing from it is important. Thank you, Danielle, for opening up, being so candid and real, and helping us all get one step closer to being financial grownups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.